My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunes, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. Happy New Year's Eve, guys. Happy, yes, happy New Year's, well, the date of recording is the New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So then the date of, we'll be in the midst of it when this gets released, yeah. but we're recording it on the, the eve of the Lunar New Year. And if you haven't already, you should go to Google. Jesse pointed this out to us earlier. It's very cute. If you go to Google and you search Lunar New Year, it'll give you a little fireworks. Show. Yeah, it's super cute. And, and, that, really and that actually works for like Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year, Korean New mm-hmm. Year. I mean, even the variety of the actual names with the different languages. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Google yeah. might be a like an overreaching, slightly evil corporation, but they do these little things that are cute. Give us little, little, mm, little warm feelings every once in a while. <laughs> At least a little <laughs> warm feelings when we were like Google searching everything. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, when you're my, researching, yeah. One of my little like social games, I have this like uh, solitaire game on my phone, and they're celebrating Lunar New Year this week, and with a lucky toad, like a lucky money toad. So like some Mm. of the levels, when you play them, they pay off better and they're easier to win and stuff. And I like couldn't figure out for the longest time. I I didn't make the connection between the fact that like all of the cards had changed in the deck to being like red and gold dragons and all this stuff. And I was not making the connection. And I was like, why has this game got so easy all of a sudden? Why is it like... (laughs) I would like, you know, sit down and go, oh, I'm just going to play for like 20 minutes or, you know, until I like lose 50,000 and I'd go up by like 100,000. And I was like, what is going on? I've like, I've been like sitting nursing along at like a certain level, trying to just maintain a certain amount of like cash in the game. And I've like doubled it in like three days. I'm like, they are, yeah, they're celebrating New Year's big on on this silly little game but i am not complaining so thank you (laughs) so for today we've kind of decided we're gonna like kind of discuss because we all kind of researched about lunar new year in like different asian countries Mm -hmm. and we wanted to kind of discuss our findings and kind of like share with you what some of the like interesting things that we found and and play some games and stuff the tradition of Lunar New Year is you go home to visit your family, but since we can't do that, we're virtually visiting each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> With our uh, internet family. A lot of people, like for in North America, especially in the Western world, we're starting to move into like our second year, like our second set of missed holidays and stuff. And I think it's important to point out that this is not the first missed lunar new year for probably most asian like most Mm. asian countries were already dealing with the pandemic last last year at this time and i remember a lot like when easter came around and people were like oh are we gonna like celebrate easter oh no and and a lot of the asian communities in north america were like they already had skipped like their stuff even though it wasn't mandated that they skip it because they knew what was going on in China and in Korea and in you know back home they knew what was going on they were choosing not to do stuff they were already starting to 
isolate and stuff last year already. So, mm-hmm. um, so when we're starting to think about how we're moving into our second, you know, second set of missed holidays, other people are already there. So hmm. it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But you know what isn't a bummer? Lunar New Year, because it's really fun. And there's a bunch of different traditions depending on where you are and lots of delicious food and there's games and there's parades and there's fireworks and it's, you know, it's really quite nice. So we all looked obviously, well, maybe not obviously if you're trying to listen to this podcast for very long. Um, we are not Asian, the four of us. Um, so we are not experts on Lunar New Year. We only know what we looked up in preparation for this episode we saw this just as a learning opportunity for us Mm -hmm. since Mm we obviously consume a lot of media and stuff from these Mm -hmm. countries we thought it was important to at least try to learn a bit of Mm -hmm. what they do celebrate Mm -hmm. and stuff so yes we're not experts not even going to go deep or heavy into any of this because we would not be the ones to do that yeah yeah Yeah, we're not teaching anything this is like if you happen to also be maybe an international fan of asian entertainment here's just a couple of tiny tidbits and some fun information that's all it's not this is not a big thing if you've been watching dramas you've probably seen some Lunar New Year celebrations depicted, some stuff with like red packets being given, or if you're into K-pop, like people, you know, idols that you like wearing handbooks and and greeting you for the new year and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, if you're already seeing some of this stuff and, and curious, that's where we were at too. We were seeing some of the stuff and curious where, why, whatnot. And so we thought we'd look into it. I'm going to handle just kind of kicking off with a general overview. So again, I'm not going to go into a ton of this, but here's just Mm -hmm. some big tidbits. We don't really know when Lunar New Year began, but it was a long, 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 long time ago. (laughs) So (laughs) historians guess around 2000 before Common Era. So that's like forever ago. So specifically Chinese New Year is tied to the Chinese lunar calendar. In various other countries, it's tied to sometimes their lunar or lunar solar calendars for their specific countries. So the dates often vary. So it it might not be the exact same starting day as, say, China, if you're looking at Korea and vice versa and all those things. 20% of the world celebrates Lunar New Year. In That's a lot of people. Respect. That is... It's a lot of people. It's also the largest human migration. So back when we could all move around more, (laughs) it was, side note, it's also a huge business. Like they make a lot during, so with all the tourism and travel and buying Mm. gifts and just food, just a lot of, a lot of things would be sold and, you know, good business, which again, Keeping in mind the way the world is right now, things are very different, of course. Happily, and we'll mention this later again, but some things have changed electronically anyway to where they're at least able to continue with some traditions. That's good. Mm -hmm. Um, There are myths that as far as where 
the holiday comes from and where some of the traditions come from, just like with pretty much any culture, a lot of myths to reflect those things, but we won't get into that because again, we're not experts. <laughs> so specifically Chinese New Year, it lasts 15 days. I know that Korean New Year lasts three days around their New Year's Day. So again, that's something that's kind of different depending on the country. A big thing, like we kind of already mentioned, red packets, uh, you give gifts of money. Sometimes it's for younger kids, like the older relatives will give money to them in little red packets. Sometimes if they go to a festival, a red packet will be given to like some of the dragon dancer performers. They'll put it in the mouth of the uh, lion or dragon dancer costume um so you see it a lot it, it's in a lot of places um sometimes they even end up putting red envelopes under their pillows later on in various cultures so you see the red packets a lot and so like i mentioned earlier with electronic stuff over the years they've started doing some like phone mobile phone app little red packets to each other which is cute. So, I think that's cute. Yeah. So I'm sure that's something that they have been able to maintain, you know, the past couple of years. No. Um, it, they must have just used one of those apps for something in one of the Chinese dramas that I watched last year. And it was like, but they used it as like a gambling thing. It had nothing to do with the new year, but they were using the Red Packet app. And basically it was like they were voting for who had to do the horrible job. But like they voted by giving red packets to the person they voted for. And it was like, okay, I guess you're stuck doing the job, but like, look, you got a bunch of red packets. So that's nice. There's <laughs> 20 bucks. I just thought it was interesting to see that the younger people are maybe starting to use some of those things for other things mm. as well. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of red, red decorations is a big deal. Um, various hangings on doors and windows, even clothing. Clothing doesn't have to be red. It can be red or gold or a couple of other different colors, but it's, it's because of it bringing in um, good luck. And mm -hmm. it's also the color of fire, which is kind of a thing tied to one of the myths with a beast and all these things. They do a lot of stuff. We won't go into all of the traditions, but cleaning, um, before the new year is a thing and they even have a specific direction they like to take out like the dust of the house because again it, it, it all centered around either good luck or fortune or things like that even uh the words that are spoken and the things that you do mm -hmm. they just place a lot more importance on things like that so or even words that sound like other words which in Chinese there's a lot of homophones there's a lot of words that sound like each other and mm -hmm. so they will kind of try to not use a word that could sound like a word that would mean death so I mean they're just they kind of go around that same thing with numbers and numbers are always a big deal within culture and stuff but mm -hmm. more so during the new year time it's mm -hmm. they just place a little bit more importance on those things I like the one where uh, you're not supposed to wash your hair 
during like there's a chunk of time because then you'll wash away all of your good luck. I thought that I think that's fun. Or getting uh, your hair cut not to have your hair yeah, cut. Yeah, you don't want to you don't snip like, Yeah, you don't want to snip. You don't even use scissors. Don't use scissors. You could snip away your good luck. Yeah. I, I, I find stuff like that fun. Yeah, I think the cleaning is like interesting too because it's mm. like uh, it's almost like factored in. Like there's like specific uh, days that you can and then like once you start there's like this like brief period where you're not cleaning anything and I think yeah. it's like a very fun like little break like <laughs> you don't have to clean now and that is tied into you know sweeping out all like the fortune yeah. that was brought into you like at the start of it but it's just like kind of interesting that there's like the specific like days that like you do specific types of things yeah, yeah. I know that uh when I was researching some of this stuff I I grabbed some ebooks from my library and a couple of them were kind of geared towards children. So it was all about the Chinese grandmother coming to visit the Chinese American younger granddaughter. And so mm-hmm. the grandmother would be teaching all of the ins and outs of all of these, like when to clean, when to wash your hair. It was nice. And it was obvious that the granddaughter would like, you know, not re- sometimes not quite understand it, but be like, okay, this is why we're doing it. And so and that, that's also to say, we're not saying that all these things everyone follows, but like, mm-hmm. we're just talking mm-hmm. about the traditions that some people could follow. Um, but yeah, there's, there's some cute books out there, like, if you're interested. What I sort of really like about Lunar New Year is it's a really inclusive sort of holiday. Like, it seems like, and I've, you know, the the Chinese people that I know in my life, they're like, yeah, like you can come celebrate, like, yeah, celebrate Lunar New Year. Like pfft. everyone's yeah. welcome. So it's like, there's no sort of like, so if you feel like, yeah, I'm going to celebrate Lunar New Year. No one's going to have a problem with you celebrating Lunar New Year. Like nope. go to town. It's not, it's not like religiously based or anything. It's just like, it's a, it's accessible. And it's like, yeah, go spend time with your family, eat some delicious food and clean your house. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Have, like, my family's having hot pot tomorrow night because that's our, we started about five or six years ago celebrating Lunar New Year with friends of ours who would host a big Lunar New Year dinner for like 30 or 40 mm-hmm. of their closest friends and co-workers. I remember one year it was like, and they'll do hot pot and they'll set up like six or seven hot pots, but they don't have that many hot pot pots themselves. Right. So like one year we were at a table with somebody and, and I think my husband asked him like, so how do you know the chance? And he was like, I don't, I don't, but I had a hot pot pot. So like basically his friends who knew them asked him if he could borrow a hot pot. And he's like, only if I can come. And they were like, come on, dude, have fun. <laughs> yeah like I think it's it's got that like kind of almost uh like I don't know if it's the same way in in Canada but like how Thanksgiving you start to get like really like inclusive in all of your like Mm. just friends or like especially if you maybe like during college I experienced this a lot where you would be the out-of-state person and you Mm. didn't have enough money or couldn't you know fly or drive back for such a sort like visit there would always be someone even if you didn't even like really know this person that well they're always like a family would be like yes let's like include you in and I think Mm -hmm. it's got this like very tie to it because I do remember um the college that's near me 
um, has a kind of a big Asian studies department and they do like a celebration too. And there was like one year they mm-hmm. kind of extended it to like the community. And so working where I do, I get those kind of emails and that sort of thing. And I think that's a, like a, a nice yeah. thing that's like so inclusive and, and like becoming a family, even if you are not blood related, like Isn't that's that, a nice that found those found, those family found families that we really love. <laughs> <laughs> no, so in Thailand, um, New Year's is later in the year, so it's like their spring festival or anything is in April rather than like January, February. And uh, every year, my mom would put on like a Thai dinner um, for all of like her friends, and people loved it. So like. My mom would is extra. All she knows how to cook is Thai food. So uh, she would just, you know, go to town and there would be like 30 people at the house just being like, fry up them wontons, Joanne, we eating good. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we, you know, we always have a good time. No, they're just, they're nice. Like it's, I like stuff like this, you know? So, mm-hmm. Something that's also cool is how, um, especially the larger cities around the world that mm-hmm. have Lunar New Year celebrations. So Australia, North America, obviously, even in Europe, because Chinese people have immigrated, mm-hmm. you know, far and wide everywhere. Um, what's neat also is how these celebrations, they'll maintain some of their traditions, of course, from China and various places, but then also they'll kind of take on the color of, you know, the native area that they're yeah also in Mm -hmm. so for instance an Australian one will look different from a European one still Mm -hmm. and that's cool too it's they kind Mm -hmm. of integrate it and then you know have Chinese New Year lanterns looking a little different in some places because they're trying to reflect their culture their melded culture too Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty neat yeah there's a lot of traditions I'm not even really going to go further with that because there's just a lot (laughs) like and like I said that doesn't mean that everyone cares about not cutting hair but maybe they do so like there's just a lot there and also it's like depending on what you know what area you're in like Mm -hmm. the traditions will be radically different yeah and the kinds of food and the whatever festival wise things that are common would be like (laughs) fireworks of various sorts even the little poppers like the kids mm-hmm. like to do a lot of the little popper things and then like I kind of mentioned earlier the lion and dragon dances and you know we've we kind of all have that in our mind when we think of Lunar New Year celebrations mm-hmm. yeah and of course the lanterns and red so I mean you see a lot of that but those are kind of the main markers of a lot of these celebrations what what's neat is uh my buddy Jane who lives in Indonesia she's my Twitter friend but like we talk a lot. And so she uh, she actually shared a lot of information with me about, with us, about how they celebrate Lunar New Year in Indonesia mm. specifically. And so when she was uh, sharing the information about even how the festivals kind of look, she talked about there's a different character, a different lion character that she got to see one time. And it's even scarier looking, like there's a name for it. And so she's like, go look it up. So I went and Googled it. And yeah, it's this really scary looking like thing that they'll sometimes have at these festivals. She's like, it was so cool. So it's- yeah, you gotta it's, scare away that bad luck, man. You gotta scare it away. So in, in various Asian countries, it's even really different. Or I, mm-hmm. so for Indonesia specifically, uh, they put a lot of emphasis at the end of the 15 days. They'll kind of eat a, eat a specific dish of- 
the long tongue opar like mm -hmm. and jane jane doesn't even quite know why she's like it's just what we do <laughs> like it's just what everyone does don't know why so that just kind of goes to show you like the variety of it's pretty cool but at the mm -hmm. same time it's like it's all lunar new year stuff so well and yeah. i like like what you were saying about how um people going everywhere and that even in the in a lot of the Asian countries, part of the reason why they'll be celebrate like that in a lot of non-Chinese Asian countries, they are celebrating Chinese New Year because there were so many Chinese people mm -hmm. in the country and stuff. And then, but that, yeah, it looks different and it changes because they've added other customs and local mythologies and things into the mix and it's cool to see how it how it's similar but different mm -hmm. in so many places. Uh, to quickly mention, so like South Korea, just because we do talk about K-dramas and K-pop mm -hmm. and all that. Uh, so for South Korea specifically, they call it Solal. Mm -hmm. And it's of course based on the Korean calendar, which is a little different than the Chinese lunar calendar. Like I said, it lasts three days. And so the main markers of that, again, they do have different traditions but you'll see a lot of hanbok being worn, the traditional mm -hmm. outfits, um, traditional food, some more traditional games that are a little bit different than around their Thanksgiving type time. Mm -hmm. And something that you kind of see a little more often in the entertainment world is formal bows. Like mm -hmm. when it's around this time of year, there will be entertainers and stuff that if they're around an elder of in the entertainment industry even, not even just their family. Mm -hmm. If they have a moment to do so, they will sometimes, you know, do the entire big formal bow. And I, I always find that really interesting. And it's not to get the money from them or something. It's just <laughs> the respect. Yeah. And well, even the case is always welcome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> want to slip them a little red packet, you know, whatever. And then the K-pop groups, I mean, anyone that closely, closely follows a group, you're very aware that... Right now, throughout Twitter and whatnot, you're definitely mm -hmm. seeing the little videos from all the groups mm -hmm. doing their mm -hmm. Lunar New Year greetings to their mm -hmm. fans and stuff. So Japan is a little different, and I even spoke with Jane about this a little, because mm -hmm. she, her, her mother even traveled to Japan kind of recently, like a couple years ago. And Jane kind of didn't even quite know why, for Japan, Lunar New Year isn't quite as celebrated. Like, we do know... It's obvious that they changed to the Gregorian calendar back on a certain year, 1873. But kind of since then, they've celebrated Lunar New Year a little less than a lot of the other countries. Mm -hmm. It's just, they still do to some respect, but if you compare it to like the festivities in a lot of the other countries, it's still less. And so that's just kind of something to note. They, they, mm -hmm. stu, they still do things, but mm -hmm. it's, it's probably again, kind of like the Chinese population yeah, that was been doing that a little bit more. One of the things I read said basically in Japan, there will be a big festival, but it's going to be in the like Chinatown in, yeah. you know, Tokyo or something like it's not the Japanese, the Japanese <clears throat> just aren't celebrating it, generally <clears throat> speaking. That was kicking off information yeah. for everybody. <laughs> uh, now I'm just going to very briefly, not, you're not going to talk your heads up, talk about one of my mm, personal favorite parts of any 
holiday uh that is them eats what do people be eating uh obviously it you know it depends on where you are but there's like some few things that come up all the time so uh in china a popular thing to do is you make two fish uh that one is for leftovers to represent prosperity for the year ahead so you eat one and then you save the other one for later. Uh, then you get the, the fried spring rolls because they look like little bars of gold. So also for that. And then you make dumplings together because dumplings, delicious one, but also family <laughs> togetherness. And three, they look like little money pouches. So again, with this prosperity, there's a big focus on like, you know. Prosperity. If they prosperity. Wanna, if they're uh, cash in the new year. In Korea, one of my favorite Korean dishes is served uh, japchae. Delicious. Uh, if you if you have a chance to try it, you should. It's real good. Uh, that's pretty popular. But the big one is takak, which is the rice cake soup. It's good. Um, there's actually, the, if, if any of you are 17 fans, there's an episode from last year of uh, Going 17 where they're having their New Year special and they have to try to eat uh, the takak the uh, as quietly as possible because they have like the decibel meter and then, you know, the hilarity ensues as per order. And then as usual, you have like a nice spread of the banchans or like the side dishes, uh, you know, pork belly, the usual, like if it's delicious, you eat it. Um, in Japan <laughs> for New Year's, which is usually at, as I said, with the Gregorian calendar rather than the, the lunar calendar, Traditionally, you're not supposed to work, so you would make food that can uh, be prepared ahead of time and like keep without refrigeration. So there's a lot of like preserved foods, dried foods, like you know foods that can sit out so that you don't have to worry about them. Which came from before refrigeration existed, since you weren't supposed to work, you had to make it ahead of time and had to anyway. And you usually make little bentos and stuff. That's fun. Uh, Vietnam, you got to focus on the colorful food. If it's super colorful, you, you know, delicious. So, and then they also have like the rice cakes and the steamed rice with the banana leaves that they wrap in like red twine and like colorful twine. Cause you know, color, color, exactly. <laughs> uh, then they got the, you know, the crispy pork, the braised beets, the mung bean cakes, the usual. Then Indonesia, as, uh, Sky had mentioned you have the longtan opor, which is like this dish that has multiple pieces that you eat at the same time. And they also have like lucky foods that are to give like good vibes for the new year, depending on, you know, for like prosperity, uh, you know, health, fertility, if that's what you're into. And so it's like there's fish, <laughs> dumplings, spring rolls, uh, longevity noodles. So the longer the noodle, like... The, the better the luck, because the more years you'll have to live. And then they also have like lucky fruits. So it's not just lucky food, it's also lucky fruits, which are oranges, pomelos, apples, grapes, pineapples, sugar canes, and pomegranates. And then there was uh, this one thing that Jane had mentioned, because she sent like this whole bunch of information to us, uh, which is that you can't turn a fish over when you're eating it, but you have to pick it clean. Mm -hmm. Otherwise. I saw that. Um... I can't remember which video I was watching, but it, that was a, a Chinese one too. And he said, yeah, like you have to eat the fish, but like you can't I, flip it over because then you're like flipping over your good fortune or something. I, I, I saw like one once, it, it wasn't like related to the Lunar New Year, but it was like a sailor thing 
where they said if you flip the fish, it was like you were like dooming a boat to capsize. So that, that you know, that's not what I always, yeah. that's what I always think. But uh, well, this guy said too, like you can't flip it over because then you're getting rid of it. But you have to, like you said, pick it clean, like eat everything, the eyeballs, everything, because you don't want to waste any bit of your good fortune. You don't want to mm-hmm. throw mm-hmm. away any of the good fortune for the new year. Yeah, it's kind of like here, like, I don't know if it's anywhere else, but like, especially in the southern states of Mm -hmm. the United States, like for New Year's, we always have black eyed peas, like it's a Mm -hmm. tradition to eat black eyed peas. And like the reason that you're supposed to eat it is that because it's a kind of a cheaper crop, and you're Mm -hmm. supposed to eat poor, so that you start off new with prosperity. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the those mm-hmm. kind of like tie in like you know mm-hmm. like if you're eating all of the fish you're eat like you're not wasting yeah. things mm-hmm. and then like there's like I know that like in some of the the Chinese dishes they actually like make it that they're the longest things to make or like the most yeah. intensive for family to get together and actually like make it together yeah. so that you have and, to yeah and they have to do it for a while yeah mm-hmm. so you can you know catch up and have good vibes together as a family and and especially since another thing you're not supposed to argue during to like so I feel like you know knowing my family if we were forced to sit together to make dumplings for like six hours but we're not allowed to argue with each other that would be a tough call it'd be a high <laughs> order you know yeah yeah I mean my family when they get together we play board games and card games like mm. the idea of not arguing when my 14 year old is a big friggin cheater is um you know unlikely but and when you're playing board games you're no longer family okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's just how that works but I do think like all of the meanings that are ascribed to pretty much every mm. aspect of the food and stuff. Also, sweets are a big deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of lots of different like of, like the mochi, the right like the right and the oh just the anything that has like the sweet beans in it. So good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm a big fan of the sweet red beans. Speaking of games, yes, because we were yes! just talking about games. As we said, there's a, like a lot of games happen in these times. And I think that's just like standard for obviously anytime you're with a lot of like people and a lot of like different ages. And there are kind of like set games that you like would normally see. Like you'll see um, like in China, like Mahjong and Chinese poker, mm-hmm. long cards, like those type of things. And you also see like in Korea, there's you, but there's also a lot of games that are very similar to um I'm not meaning this with disrespect, but they're very much what you would see at a frat party. Yeah. And, and it, that was kind of surprising when I was like looking for things. All the ping pong ball games. Like yep. there's like essentially beer pong and like there's this um, game uh, that's like called Titanic. And it's essentially you have your glass and you have whatever liquid you have. And then you have shot glass in the, the glass and you each ter- take turns pouring in like that the glass and so when it falls and sinks you're the one and it's like chopsticks and you have to like and instead of drinking you get like hit with the chopstick like that's like like a big thing and so like then there's also a lot of like board games are played and a lot of card games are played and I think that's like kind of the biggest thing um they also 
tie like games in with some of like the other stuff that they had already been do like mm-hmm. we already kind of discussed like some families will kind of do like a kind of like a egg hunt that you would do for like Easter like that but mm-hmm. with your red envelope envelopes so mm-hmm. like the kids have to go like search around the house to find oh, it and fine. kind of promote things also like younger kids will like have to solve riddles from their elders also like word searches and stuff like that that it's it's nice to see that no matter what culture you're in torturing children before you'll (laughs) give them prizes is like a time-honored tradition (laughs) that's like it'd be like all right i know that you want this money However, answer me these riddle three. <laughs> like, classic caper. Like, I love it. It's, not, it's funny in the, the one, um, I watched a YouTube video about a, a Vietnamese family who was talking about their holiday traditions and stuff. And basically their game, like board game, dice game thing that they did, you got your money out of your red packets and then you gambled it on this game like to see if you could get more off of your brothers and sisters and stuff and i was like oh that's yeah that's how that's how you lose family (laughs) one thing i saw that kind of cracked me up was uh it was kind of tied to the electronic uh red packet thing was Mm -hmm. with all of the you know, there's all these group chats, even work group chats now for various mm-hmm. things. And so kind of tied to hiding it from kids within these work group chats and emails and stuff, they'll send red packets. But it's one of those things that like, if you're the first one to open it, you get mm-hmm. more money than like your coworker who sees it like three hours later. <sighs> so that it kind of becomes a virtual hunt essentially for like being the first one to open it so you get the most money like it's i thought that was funny very reminiscent of like you know trying to get concert tickets yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <when> they're ready <sighs> you need the golden finger in order to... <laughs> yeah. and they also have like some like food games too that are not just like liquid drinking centered um and, and like i you do actually see a lot of them kind of in like especially in korean variety shows like it's kind Mm -hmm. of like just the normal stuff that you would see like already um but like you know doing things like who can um pick up the the most amount of grains of rice Mm -hmm. and transfer to another bowl like within like a set Mm -hmm. time and then i i like i also found it was interesting when i was like looking through some of the games that were like games that like if you follow K-pop or and you're like into like a specific group and you like actually like watch all the behind the scenes stuff like when they're waiting at like you know and countdown or something, any game they play while they're yeah. waiting is what is played during Lunar New Year like for these like festivities, and so we decided that it would be fun since we were doing this podcast that we would also play some games to kind of celebrate mm-hmm. lunar new year none of the games i told you we can do on a podcast <laughs> yeah not in the same yeah, room no. <laughs> um, so true. we do have some like things that we thought of that would be kind of fun to do that not necessarily are like traditional games but just the act of playing games is traditional <laughs> per like new year mm-hmm. lunar new year's i found this yesterday when i was searching for games soupy loves to give us quizzes so Mm -hmm. the witch male idol born in the year of the ox which is the year lunar new year will you be hanging out with Mm -hmm. 
And okay. if you want to know, I will link this in the blog post. So if you want to find out uh, your idol that you'll your, be hanging yeah. out with. Um, your ox idol. <laughs> <laughs> it also should be noted that uh, the uh, years for, now that I'm not on the actual doc, the years for the ox that like, I guess could be potential in this thing is... 8597 is that mm-hmm. it i think that's probably i don't want to see a tw- 2009 i do not want to see that um <laughs> no no <laughs> infant children no. infant children. anything older than that like when we're getting into the 70s i like i don't want to hang out with jyp or like no. you know like <laughs> nah i'm good Nah, man, we My know. husband is an ox. I'll hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, it, it does give a little addendum in the little like paragraph. Um, idols that are born before January 27th, 1998 will be considered. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's because of the way that birth years are yeah. made. So let's all take okay. a quiz. Are we going to read the questions out? Like, Yeah, I'll read the questions out okay. and then we can all... Um, just choose on our own. Our own. Okay. Okay. So okay. the first question is: Choose a 2020 hit to hit to start this quiz off. And our selections are: Any song by Zico, Beach Again by um, Sucka Three, or how are they? S S A K Three. It's the UJ Suck group. Mm-hmm. Candy by Beckyon, Maria by Huasa, Criminal by Taman, Don't mm-hmm. Touch Me, Three Fun Sisters, Eight. IU featuring sugar and Nuna Nuna Jesse. Not this Jesse. Not, not <laughs> Jesse with, <laughs> with an I. <laughs> you want to go ahead and say which ones you picked? I went with Criminal by Taman. He's my baby. I also um, went that way. I went, I went with, with Criminal. Any song, any song by Zico. Okay. okay. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Okay. 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 Um, so the question is, do you celebrate the Lunar New Year slash Chinese New Year where you are currently? Options are, nope, it's not a thing. Nope, but I still want to celebrate it by myself anyway. Yes, but it's not an official holiday or anything. Yes, we have a day or two of government designated holidays. Yes, but it's not a, as big of a celebration as say Christmas or New Year's. Yes, it's a big holiday. Fireworks, visiting family and friends, noisy and rambunctious a whole big event like does it do they mean like just like our city where we live kind of sounds like it that kind of sounds like it okay i think so yeah okay okay yes but not an official holiday here in montreal though this year yeah uh, not so much (laughs) yeah Um, similar like i it's not an official thing here but there's definitely people celebrating it and seems mm-hmm. like it's not official thing here and i'm not like near like a chinatown where it would actually be like a specific i think I guess maybe more for for me for my town i'd probably be with nope but i still want to celebrate it by myself anyway because mm. that's probably more where we're at there's not there probably are some things going on but not yeah yeah i think i'm gonna pick note but i still want to celebrate it by myself anyway yeah Mm -hmm. that'll be me too so the next question is choose a red packet design that most catches your eye and so um 
okay, there's just pictures for this one, but one is like a flowers with a blue background. One of them is different flowers with pink background. And then the another one is with like it's like a funky graphic design mixed with traditional. Yeah, there's like one like that has a whale and then one that just looks like shapes. Mm. Like it, it's very, it's different. Yeah, um, that one. Yeah, like that one. <laughs> and then the one that's like kind of like more traditional, like you would mm-hmm. probably find like at a like a, a Chinatown if you had one, and then something that's kind of roughly the same, but it doesn't have like a flap on it. Mm-hmm. And a very simple with like we got a minimalist lanterns, mm-hmm. just really standard. Then there's one a square. With square. It's oh oh, you know what it kind of looks like. I don't think I don't know if it is this, but you know that game where you like hit the deck cheese, the... deck cheese. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. So it's a little, it's like a square, but it also has like other things. But it's kind of more in like pinks and reds. It kind of almost has like a Valentine's feel to it, mm-hmm. like the colors. And then the last one is like kind of very simple but it mm. comes in different colors and then it has like um it looks very like a vibrant have like a, a paper lantern um mobile the mm-hmm. yeah that what it looks Sweet. like yeah yeah they're all they're all very that's. pretty do you know what i pick i went with the third one my graphic design mm. eye was like oh i like me like yeah, this one same i like the the colors the graphics on it i like the fifth one the one with like not no flap but Mm. it's kind of very traditional Mm. i will go with the square one because it's cute there you go (laughs) okay next question in some countries the lunar new year is all about the cookies and treats choose one you'd like to try okay our choices are pineapple tarts peanut cookies seaweed crisps spicy dried shrimp rolls Honey corn flake cookies, matcha almond cookies, prawn crackers, or tapioca cookies. Well, I've had seaweed crisps. They're delicious. Seaweed crisps. I'm pretty sure I've had peanut cookies. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had matcha almond cookies. Yep. I've had prawn crackers. I I've don't had think pineapple I've... tarts. I've tapioca made tapioca cookies look cute. I've made them. They're delicious. I can't decide between those and pineapple tarts. But I think I'm going to go with pineapple tarts because I like pineapple. I'm going to go with the matcha almond cookies. I was, yeah, matcha almond cookies mm-hmm. for me. I'm going to go with the pineapple tarts because they look very pretty. Mm. They do. Okay, next question is, choose a mystical slash mythical creature you wouldn't mind turning into. <laughs> this will be fun. We have a <laughs> werewolf, <laughs> a werewolf, a vampire, a mermaid, a witch, a dragon, or a fairy. While my legs are hairy enough to put me in werewolf territory, I'm going to go with a witch, personally. <laughs> that seems like the safest bet. And then you get magical powers. That's just, you know. <laughs> I'm going with mermaid because then when I cry, I get pearls, you know. <laughs> and swimming and a pretty tail. So, like, it's all good. I like it. I think I might choose a dragon. Ooh, Ooh. Nice. Mm. a little Maleficent vibe. Loving it, loving it. I'm gonna pick fairy, I guess, because vampire oh. is probably what I would be, but I don't really <laughs> want to be one. 
It's not what you would choose. This yeah, is not reality, okay? It's not it's like not it's on the upside of be. things to be. You know, like yeah. a fairy is a plus. A vampire is yeah. kind of a negative. Like, let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. The next question is, what's your go-to hangout activity with your friends? You're All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? You're really, really aging us. Um, uh, <laughs> podcasting. That's my. Is that an option? Uh, it is not. It is not. Unfortunately. <laughs> All right. We have something food related, like going for brunch or coffee. We're just going to assume that we can go do these things without risking <laughs> yes. people's lives. Okay. Yeah. In, in, in a perfect world. In a perfect world. <laughs> something sports related like going play basketball or swimming something (laughs) gaming related like playing on the xbox or just board games something hobby related like playing mini golf or taking a baking class something laid back like watching tv or movie something shopping related like shopping Um, (laughs) and then it changes depending on our moods or need Hmm. I'm gonna go with board games because like that's what I like to do, man. Yeah, when I get with my friends, it's usually board games as well. I mean, it's funny because like realistically, it would be it changes depending on our mood and needs. Because like I would also yeah. plan the crap out of it, probably. But <laughs> probably. other stuff sounds more fun. I would probably go with food related. I'm okay. This is gonna sound weird, but I am gonna pick the sports related thing. But like not play but like (laughs) most of my in real life friends are derby friends so like we would probably go watch derby you know that counts counts. and then there would probably also be food involved and you know but (laughs) yeah that's my fun time go watch some derby this quiz like is just like you're like giving me flashbacks of doing quizzes in like 17 magazine (laughs) I know (laughs) You picked mostly C's. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had to like to flip over the magazine to read. Yeah. But, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So your friend brings someone new to the group. Something about them just annoys you as trivial as it may be. What is it? They laugh too loudly. Like, ha 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 ha. They constantly shake their legs. They spit when they talk. They halt mm-hmm. the conversation they keep biting their nails. They don't say a word or even make an effort to join in. Their eye or their phone's notification keeps going off every few seconds. They're too pretty slash good looking. What? I said it was trivial. <laughs> okay, this yeah. is very 17 magazine. Yeah, this very. is like. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna go with hog the conversation because like when it's somebody new and you're just like I want to be here hanging out with my friends but like Mm -hmm. I gotta listen to this new person just talk about whatever all the time it's frustrating I'm gonna say they spit when they talk because like that's not even trivial that's just nasty (laughs) yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with you because it's like the other ones like you know maybe it's just where I'm coming from I'm like if they hog conversation they might just be nervous and that's how it comes out the same with the laughing or if they mm-hmm. bite their nails or don't say a word like maybe the same thing uh so I'm gonna go with the, they spit when they talk as well and if they're good looking that's just some eye candy. <laughs> boy I don't see why that's a problem I'm not annoyed by that <laughs> yeah it's not annoying that's just a plus 
I am going to go with their phones and notification keeps going off every few mm. seconds because yeah, like, seriously, it. just silence it. And I Put can't, it on I can't stand when people do that. It's like, especially when it's like a click and you're good. Like, you yeah. Can, yeah, there's a little thing on the side of your phone. You can just come on. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. In terms of biases slash bias groups, what first catches your attention? Ooh. They're out of this world. Good looks their powerful vocals, the camaraderie between the members, Mm. their songs speak to you, their goofy, wacky personalities, or their acting talents. This is hard. It is hard because mine (laughs) is always like, I I feel out their vibe a little, right? Like they're something of, you know, like, but since mine is Becky and I'm going to have to go with goofy, wacky personalities, (laughs) you know. I was just be honest with ourselves. Acting skills. That was the way that I like found most of in, initially mm-hmm. for K-pop. It was like, oh, that's an idol actor. I'm gonna look up their group. So, you know, if they didn't catch my attention with their acting, I didn't look into mm. them. I yeah, do it a little differently now, but you know, we'll see. Like my biases versus what like the bias group is completely Mm, different mm -hmm, too mm -hmm. and it does change like my bias like sometimes they are the the most powerful vocals but sometimes it's like their personality but like Mm -hmm. those are definitely not what I would pick as like why I like them as a group Mm -hmm. Soupy you're oversimplifying everything and it's just too (laughs) difficult Uh, I'm gonna say the camaraderie between the members because I just have to pick something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you like the found them i'm gonna go with powerful vocals there's okay. no wrong answer there's no, there's wrong. no wrong really not <laughs> okay so this <laughs> good luck lo- explaining this jesse <laughs> <laughs> for the final question um maybe i'll just like um make you you Y'all explain the one us. that you picked okay, How about that? Okay. so the, uh, the final question is choose a dark face <laughs> I'm going with Bobby because, you know, bad joke Bobby is my bias anyway. So, hey. I'm going to go with uh, Kihyun looking like someone just punched him in the groin, (laughs) but also right after eating a lemon. Like that really, that really speaks to me somehow. That is the one I'm picking as well. (laughs) I'm picking that one too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good face. Oh, yes. All right. Yes. That mm-hmm. was only nine questions. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. So, I definitely got someone I would probably hang out with in real life. So, um, <laughs> who wants to go first on their results? I can. We can go okay. backwards age order. Mm. Uh, I got 17 Sun Kwan. Mm. Uh, and it says, Congrats, you got Sun Kwan. His super cute cheekies and his heavenly voice are probably reasons enough for you to want to hang out with him. But He's going to throw in a trip to his hometown, Jeju Island, just for kicks, too, because why not? Hey. He's um, best friends with Moonbin, so it all works, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I got uh, Bam Bam from God 7. <laughs> so nice. it, also, it, it, features a gif, it features a gif of him winking at the camera. Uh, so congrats, you got Bam Bam. Wait, did you see that wink? Are you still breathing? Can you even read all these words? No? <laughs> Okay, go ahead and continue looking. See, I don't actually find Bam Bam, for me personally, I don't really find him like 
super attractive for me. He's a good looking dude. Okay. But like, you know, it's not my, not my type, mm-hmm. but just that man is so chaotic and like, just, I feel like we'd get along and he has cats and you know, me too. And he's just, he and he's Thai, isn't he? So like you he's guys can talk dramas and yeah, you know, you know. No. What about you, Jesse? Okay. Um, despite I think picking almost all different questions than Sky, I got the same one. Quan. <laughs> um, yeah. but like I am down for a Jeju uh, like trip. Yeah. Hey, sign me yeah, up. No, seriously, like next Nuna's vacation. <laughs> <laughs> when we can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, start saving now. Yeah. Mm. I got uh, SF9's Yang. Congrats, you got Yang. Aren't you super excited you get to spend some quality time with a talented dancer? It's like your day just became brighter. Am I right? Maybe. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm sure it did. I'm sure he's a great guy and, uh, you know, yes. I do like a yes, good dancer. Soompi. So. Yes, Soompi17. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> this big day that i'm gonna hang out thanks soompi i know you've done it again i was so (laughs) lost and now like i know it's good to know that that's what's gonna happen i was sitting here just agonizing over which person born in 1997 <laughs> that me, a 32-year-old married woman from Canada, was going to hang out with. And I'm glad it was Bam Bam. The, the like, problem solved. Hey. So since that game was kind of K-pop mm-hmm. centric, maybe we should do a K-drama centric one. Hey. This is really not like a game. This is very loosely being called a game. I literally thought of like doing this one day after seeing this video. So it's not actually a game. We're just going to react to um, Miss Mojo's top 20 Korean drama series of all time. Because okay, I okay. want to know your feelings on this. Is that okay with everyone for that to be yes. the next game? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. So is, so this, is this you're just going to like read out what it is and then we're going to be like, hey. okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. And All right, let's do this. because I am so like on top of things, I didn't even like write out the <laughs> category. You know, so I'm going to be watching man. the video while like we're doing this. Um, but yes, but like, you know, also we are K-drama podcast. Well, like, let's talk about some K-dramas. Yeah. Especially because I don't, I didn't find any personally like, dramas that I could pinpoint to a lunar new year like no I couldn't her either. like synopsis of things so mm. you know we we all looked we looked we did I, yeah and I definitely mm-hmm. I mean last year was my year of Chinese dramas I definitely saw some lunar new year stuff going on but I can't like I couldn't tell you which episode it it's was like in. yeah, yeah it's like, like usually not... there'll be like a reference to it yeah it's like... like a one episode thing and so you like really have to like yeah have stumbled upon someone who's like actually like mm-hmm. doing full episode things you know reviews on it right. um but that's fine this is something we would do as a game anyway so i feel like yeah. this fits yeah. Yeah. yeah all right so in number 
20, because it does rank them all the way down to number one, we have Suspicious Partner. Okay, sure. Okay. Not for me. That would not be in my top 20 K-dramas of all time, for sure. thing because like it really yeah. depends on the person like would it be in my top 20 i mean i haven't watched it so it's definitely not on my <laughs> top it's 20 fine. now uh, for if i had a list for like specifically um kind of more intense or mystery type hmm. crime-esque i mean it's I don't know. Would you call that a crime drama? It's not really a crime drama, but it kind of is. There's definitely a serial killer going on, so definitely. it would be up there on mine. It was I. It was very intense. I felt yeah. I was very into it when I was watching it, like I for the mystery why, side. I could see why lots of people would pick this as mm-hmm. on their mm-hmm. list of top dramas. So fine. And romance wise, it was great too. Yeah, just acceptable. I don't know for sure how they picked these. They do kind of explain some things, but it's kind of like more of like, it almost seems like when they're doing it per the video, it's like, they're just trying to tell you why they picked it, but they never give you like an actual like solid, this is why we picked this. Like for suspicious partner, I think it was that like, you can find like something for everyone and the Mm -hmm. chemistry, but like the chemistry- is not like a a a a thing for all of the dramas so like it doesn't (laughs) still doesn't mean like there's no like criteria that they're following (laughs) okay this is why i picked this because i thought list i was like this is kind of an interesting list and then you know also if you've like ever watched miss mojo or like the um main channel mojo Mm dot com they're literally just uh list based things like yeah. so you know <laughs> who really on their staff is you know writing these yeah exactly <laughs> whatever all right so in number 19 we have my girlfriend is a gumiho okay yeah that's a fun one i, I haven't watched it, it but i plan I to them. so uh, it feels kind of iconic so and then natalia who does nothing but watch dramas yeah it's pretty good i, I can see why that made the list it's a fun one. Okay. Mm-hmm. In number 18, we have Pinocchio. Okay, yeah. See, I get it. <laughs> I get I it. I get it because of the leads. Yeah. I haven't seen I it yet, it. so I also can't. I haven't it. seen it's it. Actually, it's, it's, seen it's not it, bad. And I don't it's, really plan to. So. It's actually, it's like, it's, it's, it was, I enjoyed it while I watched it. It had the most inventive way of getting around not having a gun in a like a violent scene that I've ever seen on a drama so I was like <laughs> okay because like, you know gun laws are very strict in Korea so a random dude wouldn't have one I was like okay okay I see you um it did also give me the greatest idea for a shirt ever not like a merch shirt that I would make but one that I would wear myself whereupon the grandpa has a shirt that has his back separated into a nine grid and so when he's itchy he says like scratch number three and then the guy would scratch number <laughs> two, and, then he was itchy. and then he was like oh but it also did have some real unforgivable wigs <laughs> yeah um, okay that shirt thing my kids totally did that for my husband for father's day one year but what they did was they they drew um 
musical instruments on the back of the shirt. So he'll like lie down and he'd be like, okay, play the drums. Okay, play oh, the guitar. Cute. Like, and they, yeah. yeah. No, I was like, I was like, ooh, I need that. Cause I'm always like, yeah. oh. <laughs> my shoulder blade, like, no, 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 like down over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, number 17, we have Playful Kiss. <laughs> I still haven't seen any. <laughs> Um, I have seen this and I have seen every version of it that I think Um, that was more of a like a I like to see differences in versions of things just in general Um, and I did sadly pick watching this because of a certain fella when you're like trying to like find shows yeah. to watch when this is like you know one of your first ones mm-hmm. just go by who you know and yeah that's kind of how which is how I ended up watching it as well um but I too have seen I think all of the versions of it this isn't even the best version of this story it's not <laughs> however I will say that she is she my favorite version of her yes. character she yeah, I just I feel like she did the best at it. It was like mm-hmm. a little more real. I feel like yeah. a few weeks ago I saw a random person on the TL was like, "Why are all of the versions of Playful Kiss on like every platform? <laughs> like, why is it everywhere?" <laughs> Who knows? It's popular. Who knows? It's the mystery continues. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess. Why is there boys over flowers everywhere too? Hey, you know, there are two stories that apparently everybody loves. Well, or I mean, doesn't like, love, but watches anyway. I don't know. If you're like into boys over flowers, you'd probably be into yeah. Playful Kiss. Same vibe, same vibe. Did Playful Kiss come from a manga in the beginning? Yes, it's from the yes, Japanese. Okay. It was a manga. It's, oh, the only version I haven't seen full of is the anime. There is an anime. Yeah, same, same. Um, and manga anime then there's the japanese drama then there's the um taiwanese there's the thai and the korean <laughs> the not thai in that order the only, the only one that i've watched all the way through is the thai one and i really like that one i did enjoy that one they're roughly the right. same so it's definitely mm-hmm. like a character study although you can make the the ultimate cast with that many options I think it's the Japanese one. I like the best friend better in the Japanese one than I did in any other one. And yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, so number 16, we have Coffee Prince, which I was shocked for number 16. Um, it seems low. I would have expected it definitely to seems be a little low. higher. I would have. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll have to see what else. Like, what amazing things beat it out? Let's yeah, find I know, out. Right? <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen Coffee Prince, I think you should. It's older, it's, but like, oh, it's, it's just Amanda. So, Amanda, you should watch Coffee Prince. It's on my list. I keep meaning to. I'm just. It's, it's just. I'm watching Chinese and Japanese stuff right now. It's just. It's worth it. So it has all it the is, tropes, but like, it's just so endearing so and even so for people sweet. who aren't used to kind of the older dramas, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It's still a good example of like a really good older drama. It also has where, a like, very solid uh, found family mm-hmm. and also a very solid like look into like adult relationships, especially with the older brother mm-hmm. or cousin. I definitely, yeah. it's definitely on my 2021 get it done 
So that Drift. means periodically on the podcast, we're going to bug Amanda <laughs> to make sure that she's watched mm-hmm. Coffee Prince or started it. I mean, you can also, you know, yeah. bug us on Twitter too. And then, we'll yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, if, if Nikki from the Soju Chronicles is listening, she's like screaming at me right now because she keeps saying how this is going to like end their friendship. Like, you know, is probably screaming at you right now too. Listen. <laughs> There's only so many hours in a day, I know, okay? I know, it's fine. But I'm, I, I, it, it is definitely one that I, yeah. I feel good about, like, like mm. suggesting for you. Yeah. Now, you some, could hate it, yeah. but, like, I, it's not something that comes off I can't off imagine that, that I will, though. Like, it, it feels like something I would mm-hmm. like, so. Right. Yeah. All right, in number 15, literally the, the first thing that like beat Coffee Prince is Strong Girl Dobong Soon. <laughs> <laughs> now, I really enjoyed I, I really enjoyed yeah. that drama when I was watching it. I enjoyed it while I was watching it. Like like a it's lot. One that, it's one that as soon as you start to think a little like while you're watching it, it's super fun. And then when you start to like think a little deeply about it, you begin to notice things and you're like, oh, uh-oh. Yeah, it's it, it is definitely one where you like you first watch it and you're kind of like blinded by like how sweet it is and how fun it is and I did like mm-hmm. all like the the crime stuff. I know everybody hates the tone in that, but I just thought it was like really yeah. great because it was like it was it, it went part one. Yeah. My boss, her daughter when she was like, I don't know, 10, 11, saw it on Netflix and was like, "Oh, this looks fun. I'm going to start." And I was like, "No!" <laughs> I think she's like, yeah, I know. It was like, we're into the first episode and I was like, what are you watching? And I was like, I'm like, yeah, it's a little, it's a little much at that age. I don't know. No. I mean, I also (laughs) feel like maybe our love of it was just like how good the chemistry was between the two. Yeah, like it did have pretty good chemistry. Well, and watching her like smack gangsters around was adorable like in like, her it's, pink hoodie you know, and, you and know. she always looks so cute and she's just so like i get it i get it yeah but yeah. better than coffee prince mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and at number 14 we have you're beautiful which i haven't seen okay yeah either. i get it i get but, it but i get I it do. in this list like yes yeah. definitely yeah. that has a real nostalgia for me like it was one of the first ones i watched and it's like it doesn't really there's a lot of problems with it um mm-hmm. mainly i could see that that is that is the worst girl pretending to be a guy i've ever seen in my life since amanda <laughs> binds and she's the man but like i feel like it is definitely one that like a lot of people have sentimental attached for it so like even though i haven't seen it and like it's probably something that i would never put on this list i could understand why it would be on this right. list even with those parameters so yep it was like my uh one of my bridge dramas mm. because i liked the taiwanese version mm-hmm. which was a remake of the korean version so yeah yeah this is actually nearby it's Aww. the taiwanese version in ost because <laughs> i've been moving my crowd around this is what was nearby for me yeah he, I have- was, standing, he was standing behind me uh I have a lot of nostalgia for it, but like it, I gotta say, it wouldn't end up on any of my top lists. No, like it's not coming anywhere close. There are dramas that I have nostalgic thoughts about, but like 
I wouldn't even recommend them to other people. I yeah. enjoyed it. I have thoughts about it that I enjoy, but I'm not, no, if, if somebody's like, where should I start? Not there. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, no. yeah. Yeah. In at number 13, we have kill me, heal me. Oh, boo. Boo. I don't know. Like, okay. I've a seen lot of people dramas. like this one. I know. And I don't get it. I, I I haven't watched it. However, nothing I watched the about, have no about it, it has made me feel comfortable with it. Yeah, I I watched it. Um, so I don't know. I don't get why people like it so much. But if you like it, that's fine. We can have different opinions. But like, yeah, no, no, I don't get it. Definitely an example of the people who are digging it, which they can. They're probably turning off their you know, objecting to certain mental health hmm. themes hmm. and stuff. Like, which, again, people's prerogative if they want to take something seriously or not. So, like, yeah, it's whatever. But, like, no. that is definitely an aspect of... I think last year I did try to watch a couple of episodes of it because I started... I was just curious, like, the tone of it because everyone hmm. talks about how good it was. And I... Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, I can see how people get into it. I haven't seen the whole thing, though, so... Mm-hmm. And number 12, we have Full House, which is like a classic that I could understand being yeah. on a, a side note about Full this. House that was really cute. Um, so on Immortal Songs, there was A.T.'s and uh, you, you sung from In Flying and just all these really cool people. Jamie, like it was just this really cool mix of people. And it was the Rain episode. So anyway, I bring this up because at the very end, um, when you sung was like, Huisung, sorry, was against they're like kind of counting up who won that round and stuff. They get to talk to Rain a little bit. And he's like, Oh, I had this story. My parents used to run a karaoke place mm-hmm. and she really liked Full House a lot. And so she was trying to name her karaoke business. And then it showed a clip of like from Full House, this notable, it was kind of a nothing of a line really but I guess it became iconic at the time Mm -hmm. and so it was pretty much like let's go was what it was (laughs) so she took that and named their karaoke place that like that's what it was let's go karaoke all because of full house rain thought that was so funny like he was like wow (laughs) (laughs) see I could see like how it is of like one of those kind of classics especially if you're Korean that you'd be like constantly Mm -hmm saying the lines too you know like Mm. yeah i could see that yeah all right number 11 is it's okay that's love which is definitely the better options i will say in the mental health realm (laughs) yes i mean i can't really say that obviously because i haven't watched the other one but like i've watched it's okay that's love and i like i've watched a lot of clips of the other one in different points in the show and it just because he's doing a good job acting it does not mean it's not okay that's all yeah. i'm gonna say <laughs> right but, but i yeah. i have seen both of them it's okay that's love is better <laughs> it's okay it's that's a love drama it's a great and it's like one of my favorite found families the like mm. the group the collection of mm-hmm. people and then like the what the reasons why they're what they are all living in that house and it's just I just loved every second of mm-hmm. it. I need to watch it sometime. 
It's a good one. It's a good one. Good. Yeah. So we're getting into the top 10 now. And all right. All right. All right. Now we have Crash Landing on You. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get it. It's, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I really love that drama. <laughs> Like, yeah, I didn't I watch have it, also, but everybody loved it, so I I understand why it's there. So. Yeah, I should have also mentioned this is a very fairly new uh, like yes video like to help you out in this like figuring <laughs> out what like could possibly be on this list. We obviously know I didn't watch it, so I don't have any yeah opinions on it. It's I really enjoyed it. If uh, if you like that genre, like you'll like it. Let's yep. yep yep yep. It's a good good one. All right. All right. No. Number, number nine. nine. Number nine is a is a hot topic Ooh, on oh no. every K drama chat ever. That's right. Oh. I'm talking about Scarlet Harbinger. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Um, Ooh, okay. I get it. Yes, yeah. I get it. It is a really good show. Okay. Well, I get why it's on here. Like I do. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I haven't I watched it. it, but I get it. My and- are not ready to talk about it. <laughs> It will and always been, be too soon, but yeah, it's been years it, since I watched I, it. Oh, trust so. me, no, we all know. Yeah. All of us non-people who have watched it, like, there's no way to not be spoiled by all of you. So thanks. <laughs> I, um, when I watched it, I wasn't even tweeting back then. No, like. no, I, that's what I said. K drama chat, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, number eight, we have. What I know someone who's listening will love Descendants of the Sun. I get it. Yeah. It's, I mean, you like, know, it's, it is, it is a good show. It's like, pretty epic and it's got great characters and it's fun to watch. It's one of the few yeah. dramas I've watched more than once. Oh, wow. I, I, I mean, to be it. fair, I watched it the second time because my son wanted to watch it. So yeah, I was wondering, I was wondering together. if was. It wasn't like, <laughs> Because generally speaking, it's what, like, it's a 20 episode or something. I don't rewatch 20 episodes. <laughs> I, nah, like, there's there's new stuff I want to watch. And I wouldn't rewatch the whole thing. You know what I mean? If I was going to rewatch something, usually I'd fast forward to the parts I know I want to watch. So. I feel like it's one of those dramas that I don't see a lot of people in the middle road on that one. Hmm. Yeah. I thought it was really well acted. I will say that. Yeah. There's like, there's points in it where you're like, okay, like you're jumping the shark a little now, <laughs> mm-hmm. but okay, like I guess that's when what we're doing. When it's very good and when it's not, it's yeah. still kind of watchable. So like, <laughs> hey, you know, it's, it's, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. <laughs> Number seven is also a K-drama chat favorite, but like it really hasn't been talked about. It was a, in the beginning, K-drama chat drama. And I have that a guess. Is, I have a guess. What's your guess? Is it Healer? It is Healer. Ah, uh, <laughs> Healer. Ah, uh, Healer. I can see yeah, why it's I, so I far up. Was, I knew that was coming. Uh, it is mm. like number one on many people's lists. I still yeah. haven't watched it. I'm sorry. I, like I haven't Heal- watched the last like four episodes. I really enjoy Healer. I enjoyed like, it too. I enjoyed it too. I thought it was everyone well who's talked about like you know having finished it really really loves it. And it's I mean like still people like reference it and mm-hmm. talk about it like to I this can't day, say that so. I like that I like love love loved it, but like I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was good. I think it for me it it kind of 
like what I said about Descendants of the Sun, the parts of it that are good are really, really, really good. And the parts of it that aren't as good for me are still pretty watchable. So like, yeah. it, it, you know, it, it gets the job done. It does what it's supposed to do. It's pretty entertaining. So. All right. Number six is Natalia's favorite drama. Oh no, 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 no. That's right, the airs. The airs beat out. Crash landing on you. Crash landing on you. Copy prints. prints. And like uh, the kiss, playful kiss. Like it's, it beat all that. How? (laughs) Like, okay, I, I get, I get why it would be on a list like this because there's so many people in it and yeah like, you know it, again the, the nostalgia time. thing but like mm. it should be a lot lower on the list <laughs> I'm just gonna say I mean it's it, like, it was okay. kind of cracktastic uh, like I did plow through that sucker so real fast but like my thing is everyone's allowed to have their own opinion <laughs> not one for like judging people on the shows that they no, like no. but if airs is your favorite show i question your taste <laughs> i question it you scare no. me. or do you do you, you question do you question if they've watched a lot of other dramas to have okay okay options? yeah okay yes like if it's the only K drama you've ever watched and you enjoyed it, that's one thing. But if you've watched like many dramas and you're like, oh, I just love the airs is the best. Who are you? See, okay. I don't, when you I don't that need way, that kind of negativity in my life. I feel like airs was probably like my fifth or sixth drama. So like, yeah, I enjoyed it while I watched it. But like, again, years later in retrospect, looking back, I'm like, ah, ah. like me and the airs. So when I don't like something that everyone says they love, I get like really confused by myself and then I have to go back. So for example, when the book Life of Pi came out, I read it and I was like, that was the worst book I've ever read. And then I was like, maybe I was just in the wrong headspace. I got to read it again. And I read it again. And I was like, nah, I hated that. That was awful. <laughs> so I did the same thing with the airs. I watched it and was like, that was terrible. Why did everyone tell me to watch this? Like, cause it was like pretty early in my watching. I was like, why does this recommend it? And I was like, okay, maybe I was just like not vibing right. I'll watch it again. And I watched it again. And I was like, it's you worse. Than <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I enjoyed it while I watched it, but I would not watch it again. Mm. Natalia would not wish it on her host. No and I, again, I wouldn't I recommend it. it to people. Yeah. It, sure I wouldn't recommend like, it. Like, listen, whoops cannot do enough to keep me into that show. <laughs> Those okay. eyebrows are just not enough. Like, I love them eyebrows, but they were not enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number five is a drama that we've we've just talked about mainly because we are on our favorite sisters from other messengers podcast <laughs> oh. it's legend of the blue sea okay yeah all right i could understand it um i think a lot of like now like kind of looking at it maybe this is very much top actor picked mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. okay i just need to point out that i'm getting a little worried because there's one drama that hasn't been mentioned on the list yet. <laughs> and 
Hi. You know where it's going. You know where it's going to be. Hey. <laughs> well, okay. you know, we still have, you know, numbers. Okay. So, okay. So in number four, we have a very apt drama to follow my legend, Lucy. It's my love from the star. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which I get. This is yeah, like yeah, one of I those get. classic, like yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. talks about it, you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's an enjoyable. Yeah, it's fun. Loosely side. I'm noticing the omission of a drama that I'm yeah. wondering if it's going to show up all of a sudden, too. A different one than, than we're talking about. So we'll see if it pops up. I wonder if it's number three, if I'm thinking correctly about what drama you might be thinking about. Maybe. And that number three drama is a, a collective favorite of ours, Boys Over Flowers. No! <laughs> no number three? I thought for no. sure it was going to be number one. <laughs> like, I was worried it would be number one, but like, I no. mean, stop this. Why is every Stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm tired of Boys Over Flowers. <laughs> mm. Oh. At least All it wasn't right. number one, okay? Small, hey, small hey, thing. You gotta... So that's not the one you were talking about? Maybe it's number two? Could you have a Maybe. guess on what number two is? I don't even know anymore. Me, I don't know if you can guess. see them in my eye, like my glasses. No, I'm I, like, oh, <laughs> one of them's got to be Goblin, right? Yeah. I was gonna say, we Goblin's... haven't heard about Goblin yet. So and that's yeah. because it's number two. All right. <laughs> Okay. And I get right. that. I get that. Again. Yeah. Yep. I get it. I definitely get that as well. It was very pretty. And yeah. I was actually randomly reminiscing about Goblin the other day and I was like, okay. For me, uh, it is one of my top ones. Like yeah, it really but is. That's I need the to one that like got you into K dramas. That was the one that Yeah. Yeah. It, it was genre. Goblin is the one that got me into K drama Twitter. Like I was watching Goblin by myself and thinking mm -hmm. I need to talk to somebody about this. And I happened to be on Twitter talking to somebody about roller derby. And then I was like, wait a minute. I bet there are people on Twitter who talk about K-dramas. And sure enough, there was. So <laughs> Yeah, Goblin's the one that like my coworker knew every bit about. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually surprised Netflix hasn't picked it up yet. I'm going to be honest, but yeah, one of these days. But Vicky's else got do? it, don't they? Yeah, Vicky's got it. I think. If Vicky has it, I don't think Netflix can yeah. grab it. I'm pretty sure Vicky like and Netflix yeah. have like an ongoing feud, and they're like, <laughs> we're just gonna grab whatever we got. Hey, but um, if it's number two, then what's number one? I know. Okay, I let's, let's guess. Do we have any guesses now? Oh. Well, okay. Let first before you guess. If you never watched any of the Mojo.com videos, they have the top list. And then they do honorable mentions before they do number one. So okay. I'm gonna, like okay. tell you the honorable mentions. Yeah. The okay. first one okay. is Master's Son. Okay. okay, yeah. Which I understand. Mm -hmm. I would have put that on there instead of some of the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Okay. Fine. okay. Uh huh. Um, the second one is Emergency Couple, which. Okay. I've heard it's good. It's one of those that I haven't seen. I yet. hated it. I watched the entire <laughs> thing some and I don't know why. Some people love it. Um, like, I, I love Jiho. But... She is great. She is wonderful. She is strong. I wish I could be her. Um, <laughs> it was terrible. 
it's got a really terrible relationship like if you're not it's one of those things that like a lot of people like but i'm like this is so like in the weird risk grabbiness category Uh, okay and i don't want to (laughs) like if you love it you love it but i just i was not into it i have no idea what this number one's gonna be um so also another honorable mention is dream high (laughs) which you know is a fame like over dream high like over any of the school movies like Uh, or replies like there's been no replies okay school there's no reply because reply 1988 is also in the honorable mentions like i mean if you're gonna go with like yeah okay Uh, dream high that's a that's a choice i just i just need choices were made choices were made all throughout this list so in what world (laughs) is reply 88 worse than airs Okay. In Miss Mojo's duck. In what world? Okay. No. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Do you understand why I watched this video and I was like, I need everybody to react? To this. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. Okay. 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 What's the number one? Okay. So do I, we I have, really any have no idea? I got no nothing. Guesses. Especially, My- especially since like the emergency couple thing came up. It's like I really. Yeah. Now I, I'm just. Dream high an emergency couple, and now I'm like, I don't know what to okay. think. Okay, I actually have a anything. question. I have a question for a hint. Is it like a super new one? No. Okay. Okay. Wait, is, is it like I think I like if you thought about it, you could figure it out. <laughs> now, it like, now, now there's pressure. The wind blows or something like that. Like one of those. Is it like really what classic? happened in Bally? <laughs> 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 No. <laughs> okay, we're throwing the whole list out if it's what happened yeah. in Valley. <laughs> it's like if it's if it's what happened in Valley, it's like end the recording. We're done. This podcast is over. We're out. Like they were clearly yeah. trolling us. This was an April Fool's Day we list. We can't help the world. We can't help the world. We're done. We're out. Okay. okay. Just, that like the the gif where he closes. His- yeah, he just closes <laughs> and throws it out the window. Yeah. I literally have Hang no on. idea. Okay. I'm gonna say something. Okay. Are you gonna give us a hint? Give us a hint. I'll oh, give you a, a hint. Lee Minho. Sky should have like picked up what this number one is supposed to be. Crud. Sky. Oh. But it's not new. Not new. Yeah, okay. That's, that's so what's it's not new. like a. It's not a. Like a. Like what are we calling new, new though? Like it's it's not new. Okay. So it has so to be a Lee Minho movie show. No, right? Not even Ho is left, right? Um, because there's one that I'm thinking of. Not new. That's a, right. That is a. Should I give you the year? Number. Sure. Yeah. Twenty ten. Whoa. Okay. Twenty ten. I'm, I'm gonna look at my draw. No. Uh, <laughs> Sky, you should just. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I won't look. I won't look. I won't look. I'm going away from it. <gasps> Oh, I know what 2010. it is. Have you finally figured it out? I know what Wait, it is. We already actually, you're beautiful, right? It actually makes sense once you it think does, about it being number it, one. It does make sense. Um, it's it's not the one I was horrifyingly thinking of for a moment, and then I realized that was earlier than her strings. No. Oh, okay, because that's that's what I was thinking of. It was like you're beautiful, or that other one. That that. Oh, I, okay. I know which. I mean. We've seen. <laughs> <gasps> okay. 
just lost. gave us a, a, a tracksuit. I didn't see it. A tracksuit. It's the tracksuit. Oh, secret garden. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I was waiting for that. Oh, my God. I get it. But I was like, I was thinking like, Hyun Bin. And then I, I immediately thought like, you know, Sam Soon. And I was like, no, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that would have been a choice. Please, please no. <laughs> However, okay, I will say this. I didn't really like that drama, but it could have been on this list instead of some yeah, of these other things. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Secret Garden. Like, uh, that's still a I choice for number one. That, that's it's a top 20. And it, like, like you said, like none of the replies are on there. None of the schools are on there. No, my mister. No, like, I mean, nothing. OCN. Like, what is this? They, it's. I, I bet they haven't touched like, an OCN. It, like yeah. I, like I get it, but it doesn't mean that I get it in terms of how they got there. Because like in me, yeah. I'm like, okay, it is definitely parodied, parodied a lot. A lot of people know like clips from it you can talk to anybody in korea who would like know yeah. exactly what you were talking about with one line yeah. in it every really almost every person in like even international k-drama like fandom would have like known about it at least like i get it mm-hmm. that way but like i don't know number one feels high a bit of a reach but you know what but, you know, people love that one, so I will. The, the tracksuit started a, a whole thing, so you know, and the fact that now, like a decade later, that tracksuit is still so recognizable yeah. and still so spoofed and still. Now, literally, you know, I did. I did this, and Amanda, you got it immediately. Yeah, yeah. immediately. I was like, oh, I know. Okay, yeah, tracksuits. So one of the most like specific things, and it's like across the board. Um, and I think it's just across the board at any like family event. And especially when you have like a lot of like different things that you're doing and it's like a, a time to come together is mm-hmm. uh, honoring ancestors and just kind of honoring like your family. And so I thought it would be like nice for us to kind of like talk about some of like our like family members, maybe those that have passed or like those are like wherever stories you have and you feel mm. comfortable with about talking mm. about on thing. Just kind of like honor our families and like, mm-hmm. you know, talk about like yeah. some of the good stuff that we like remember or like if you have like fond memories of like, the, you know, a relative when you were younger or that sort of thing. So I have one that's about a holiday, but it's not about new year's it's about christmas but the energy really tells which parent i took after so my mom had this video camera and she like would get my dad to film just the most mundane bullshit that she was up to so she was also really into like my mom is so into christmas so she had like gone and collected all of these like actual like branches like you know fir trees that she went out because we lived in the woods out in the woods and cut and she had like made this beautiful side table where she had all these candles and stuff so there's there's an actual video and i wish i had it digitized because we could this it's so good is my mom like she sort of like turned so she's looking at the camera that my dad is filming her and she's like lighting all the candles like oh terry like isn't this so beautiful she then lights the whole table on fire 
I wondered if that's where it was going. <laughs> so she realizes she has like lit the table on fire and she's going, oh no, oh no, Terry, Terry, help me, help me. And then all you hear from behind the camera as the camera begins to shake up and down is. <laughs> it is the funniest family video. <laughs> So by this, what I hear is that you take after both your parents because you would both set the table on fire and you I laugh, laugh at, at myself. somebody yes. who did it. So, yes, yes. Okay. I mostly don't like, I mostly take after my dad uh, personality wise, probably because he was retired when I was born. So my mom worked and he was a stay at home just, well, okay, before they got married, my mom was working and he was our nanny. There's this whole story. He was he was my mom's best friend's father. It gets real complicated. But anyway, he was our nanny, but then he and my mom fell in love and got married. Um, but he was retired. And so my mom would go on these business trips. So all of my sisters were in school. So I would just hang out with him and all of his old octogenarian friends all day. So the, he, he was like really social. So he would go out and he had like a skating club and he would do fundraising for the Canadian Mental Health Association with like all his old buddies. And they'd all go to Sobeys, which is a grocery store in Canada. And they would all sit in like the little, you know, like grocery stores and malls used to have that little like eating area for like the mm -hmm. deli. So then they would all sit there and like eat potato salad and just like chat about old people stuff. So it would be all these like 70 and 80 year olds doing all of these like retired seniors, social activities. And then a three-year-old who would just be like <laughs> chilling. So man, I got so many Werther's originals as a kid. Like, <laughs> So many, but yeah, no, my dad's yeah. sense of humor was uh, legendary. The other thing he used to do was he got, we lived near the beach and he got like really annoyed that people going to the beach would like park in front of his cottage where they weren't supposed to. So he got like fake tickets and would like write fake citations to like freak people out so they would never park their kids. Nice. He very was nice. kind of, he was kind of like, he was a very good person, but he was a newfie. So yeah. if you are from Canada, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, my final story about my dad, who was like my favorite person in the whole world, uh, was from his youth. This is a good, a fun one. So he was from a Catholic family. He lived in uh, North Sydney, which is in Nova Scotia. Uh, and uh, he was very fascinated by like the Protestant church because he was like, what goes on in the, you know, cause it was like the thirties. So he's like, what goes on in the prop? Yeah, my dad was born in 1920. So this is, it, anyway, cause you wouldn't get away with this sort of stuff that he got away with now. Um, so him and his, his younger brother, Jim, uh, snuck into the Protestant church to like see what was up. And they were like, huh, this is kind of boring. But he was a prankster by heart. Um, so they couldn't just leave. So they screwed the offering plates to the table and then put like the felt back over it before they left. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So my mom, my mom would always say, she's like, so if you were like in the modern era, 
you would be a hoodlum, right? Like, you would be a juvenile delinquent. And he's like, I was just a spirited young boy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, since we're talking about New Year's, this is, I mean, maybe a little bit of a downer, but like, New Year's always makes me think of my mom because my mom actually passed away on New Year's. So, well, New Year's Eve, that was what I always said. She just was like, nah, I don't need to see the next year. I'm good. So, um, but she loved, loved, loved like board games. We used to like play board games and card games and stuff all the time, my family. Um, I One year I thought, my dad loves to like build stuff. He, you know, works with wood and everything. So I saw like a home improvement game. Actually, I think somebody gave it to my husband who also likes to woodwork. So somebody gave him this home improvement game and he hated it. Like, and it wasn't a good game to play just two people. Like you needed more than two people. So we re-gifted it to my dad who also hated it. So he won New Year's like, he and my mom used to come over to our house for New Year's and we would like play games, play board games and stuff. So they brought it over and then he would like, he forgot to take it home so that it was back at our house and it became this whole thing with this stupid game. But my mom and I really, really enjoyed it because it's like a whole like home improvement game. You do renos and you have to like earn enough money to like do the reno and then you, you know, I don't know why because it is a dumb game, but like my mom and I really, really enjoyed it. So like jokes on them, we made them play it like every New Year's. We're like, hey, home improvement game. And yeah, so I think uh, I keep trying to talk my kids into playing it and they're like, that looks really dumb. And I'm like, oh, just play the stupid home improvement game with me. Come on. But no, they won't. So, but we used to always, um, because we're all old people at heart, we would, like my parents would come over for New Year's, we'd play board games and stuff. And then um, in Canada, there's like one place, Newfoundland has its own time zone. And so basically at 1030 where we are, it's New Year's Eve in Newfoundland. So we were like, we would always celebrate Newfie New Year's. So it's like, it'd be 1030, we'd go, Happy New Year's. And my parents would go home and we'd all go to bed. So that was always our, we're like, we're just old people at heart, but you know, so. Natalia about spewed at Newfie New Year's. <laughs> like, I didn't, I also was on mute. That was an accident. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much says all you need to know about Newfoundland right there, that they have their own time zone that they're yeah. just like, yeah, we're just going to be on a half an hour time zone, the only thing. place in the world. So <laughs> yeah, so whatever. And, and we still kind of do that. Like we don't, my husband won't even stay up till 1030 anymore on New Year's. He's just like, yeah. Like this year, I think he was like, like 930. He was ready for bed. He said goodnight. And like the kids were all still up. My youngest was like, I'm going to stay up till midnight. And we were like, sure, you are a kid. And he's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. And then like midnight came around and I was like, where is he? And the older two were like, he went to bed like two hours ago. He was just like, nah, screw this. And he went to bed. Midnight ain't that great. Like, meh. You'll see it another year, whatever. But like when their kids were really little, they wanted to stay up till midnight. And they're like, 
five and three. I'm like, you're not staying up till midnight. No. no like, when you just tell it. them it's midnight. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> in Canada, I mean, up here, it's it's dark. Like at New Year's, it's dark by like 4.30 in the evening. So like, it is not hard. And kids have no sense of time whatsoever. <laughs> so, and with the beauty of the internet, everything is available to you. So like around their bedtime was like seven o'clock around eight o'clock we would have a punch bowl and punch and fancy glasses and everything we'd get out the punch and we'd clink happy new year and we'd all drink our little punch and then my husband would pull up on the laptop like australian fireworks or chinese fireworks or something you know mm-hmm. it's, you know it's a new year somewhere already and pull up some fireworks we'd watch the fireworks and we'd go okay it's Happy New Year, go to bed. (laughs) Eight o'clock, they run off to bed. But that clink Happy New Year's would last for like a month. Every meal, they would want to clink their glasses. (laughs) Every meal, it was like breakfast. Mommy, mommy, clink, clink. And they'd say, clink, like not (laughs) their little plastic glasses. And they'd say, clink. Happy New Year! <laughs> That's cute. That's like, okay. they, they were celebrating the 15 day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, there are some things that you do with kids, and it's like you do it once, and you only have to do it once, and then that's your tradition, and you always do it, and you always it's have imprinted. to do it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, how? How did this become our thing? Like, I don't, you did it one time, but they're like, you know, that thing that we always do. And you're like, yeah. You're like always. Okay. Oh. I guess we always do it now. So. <laughs> I don't have like really m- like many stories, especially with like New Year's uh, mm. related. We didn't do a lot of stuff for New Year's besides like Black Eyed Peas, like I said before. Mm. Um, but in high school, uh, what I did the most was my best friend Jen her parents always had like a huge new year's eve party like huge mm. party and i would always go to them um but i wanted to like specifically talk about like a memory that i have with like uh my granny which is kind of the reason i'm like actually here living in kentucky because she's from this area mm. um and it's not like any like sort of grand like story um but uh, I've always had like a really big connection to um, fireflies because of her, because I'm from Florida. Fireflies are not a thing in Florida. You can't see them. And um, her um, birthday is always near July 4th. And so whenever we were like coming to visit, we would kind of come during July 4th and um, celebrate her birthday and stuff. And one of the like the things that I would remember the most because we would be always so excited about seeing fireflies around and was like so magical. Mm. Um, when we get to her house, she would have mason jars already with the holes in the tops of the yeah. mason jars so that we could co- catch fireflies, which I know is not like the best thing to do now, but when you're like eight, little, it's the it, thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we like go catch them because they were just like so magical because it's just these like bugs that are like lighting up we don't get them in florida and it's just like always like stuck me like every single time i see fireflies anywhere now like i instantly remember her and it's just like a thing that i always have and i think like it it ties in a lot with like asian cultures a lot too there's like a big 
significance with fireflies. So it's like one of those things, like not that like it was supposed to be that, like if I'm watching a drama and there are fireflies in it, like immediately I can only think of my granny. Like it's always a thing. And, but it's like nice. Cause it's like now just always around, like now I'm living here. I could go outside and see the fireflies and, you know, it's just like, yeah a good memory of her it's like how I it's a good vibe yeah how I I, like remember her now and it's it's just Mm. nice so I don't have any grand stories that I can really think of but for for new years and holiday stuff I always think about the fact that my dad is not a sickly person like in general we have pretty strong immune systems and stuff so he he doesn't really catch colds or flus all that often but it would seem like if we, if he had a break, like vacation time, that would be when he would get sick, like come down with a cold or a flu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So pretty much every Christmas time or whatever, he would always be kind of sick, you know, like not bad, bad, but kind of sick. So even, even in recent years, um, we were spending some time with them and putting together a puzzle and dad was pretty sick, but he was trying to put together the puzzle with us, but he was pretty pitiful about like how much he was finding to put like he was being really slow and so we were near the end of it and mom was feeling bad for him so she gave him a puzzle piece the last puzzle piece I think and he just looked at her like he was mad which he never gets mad he's this very quiet gentle man (laughs) but he just looked at her like I don't want your pity puzzle piece like (laughs) take your pity puzzle and he like he still like put it there but he looked very not happy about it and sick too like I'll do this but I'm not gonna like it (laughs) (laughs) and so now every time because we typically try to kind of do puzzles to spend time together when we're, you know, that's kind of like our game or whatever. And uh, so it always makes me think of that now when we do puzzles together. Like, I always think about dad and his pity puzzle piece when he was sick. <laughs> and then it kind of also brings me back to when I was much, much younger. I remember wanting to stay up for New Year's and stuff one year. And I had this play toy drum thing. And I so I was intending on making all this noise and I was just being a nuisance. Which is funny because like I was a super quiet kid. So like I was planning on being loud. It was just really funny. <laughs> go, go crazy. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that my dad was sick then too. Like a little sick <laughs> to where I think he was falling asleep a lot on the couch. He was kind of being pitiful. But I was like banging on this drum. <laughs> In my defense, I think it was in kindergarten or something, but like, you know, kids think that whatever's happened, I don't know. I should have known to not mess with him when he was sick, but he was fine. Mm-hmm. It was whatever. <laughs> my dad also would rarely get sick. He would get sick like once every other year and he would get like a really bad cold and then he would just get in bed and stay there. And my mom once was like, don't you want me to get you some like cough syrup or something? And I remember this so distinctly. He would be like, Joanne. If I take cough syrup, I will be sick for two weeks. If I don't take cough syrup, I will be sick for 14 days. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I have have another story. I had a great grandmother and she was awesome. And, but she had a lot of, I think she had lung issues or something. So she coughed a lot and she had a lot of, Kleenex tissues around all the time like 
kind of used ones you know like she would kind of stuff them everywhere like in her sleeves Mm -hmm. you know beside her main chair that she would sit all these things for years you know it wasn't just a like so the entire time I knew her that was kind of a thing and so now like if one of us is sick or something and there's used tissues about or stuffed somewhere it's those those are grandma's tissues like so we always talk about it like that remind me of a story about my grandmother that's just so I my grandmother um so I was adopted when I was like three and a half months old so that would have been in like September and then so my mom had me and then my grandmother would come over and watch me uh my grandmother was my mom's first husband's mother um my mom's first husband had died in an accident so uh so she would come over and watch me and she would watch me and my sisters and then (laughs) I was apparently a very pleasant baby like I just like was happy all the time even mom like mentioned she's like no no you never cried like in you know like when babies cry in like the middle of the night to be fed she's like you never did that you just like made a little gurgling sound and then I got up and fed you and then you just smiled and went back to sleep she's like literally you never (laughs) cried and so my grandmother was like taking care of me and then mom loves to tell this story she then like went home and then she she bursts into tears to my grandfather and my grandfather was like ah debbie like what's what's wrong like he was you know good old fisherman boy and she goes there's something wrong with the baby she's like the baby i think the baby's like special needs it never cries <laughs> i was like no she's just happy <laughs> when i was a baby i like never slept like it's just always oh, been a thing in my yeah. life and like my parents would like put me down to sleep and then they come in like a couple hours later and i'm just standing just hanging out just yeah. like happy not crying but never sleeping. Um, The only crying that I ever did was, I don't know why, I don't have a memory of this, but it's a very like big story in my family is that I really loved Lassie, the TV show. However, if a single note from the like ending credits theme song started, the whistle started playing, I would burst out crying and like (laughs) my parents would always like tell me about stories about how like literally they would just drop things and run to the tv to stop it because it didn't matter like if the show ended as as long as they like changed the channel yeah before before the song started I wouldn't be like just like (laughs) weeping I guess I was obsessed with Bambi the movie <laughs> when I was a kid like to pain, where huh? I walked I watched it like back to back over and over and over again my parents were so sick of it I like, was no, going no to marry Bambi. I was going to marry Mickey Mouse when mm-hmm. I was a child um wow so much so like I was in love with Mickey Mouse I was gonna marry Mickey Mouse my whole bedroom was Mickey Mouse themed um and then we went to Disney World and mom thought that I was like five and mom thought I was going to like absolutely like lose my shit excited to meet Mickey Mouse. Um, Mickey Mouse was was like seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I freaked out. Like I was terrified. 
of Mickey Mouse. I was like, no. So there's like these pictures of like mom trying to get me to like pose with Mickey Mouse, and I'm like, <laughs> so that ended that that first. So so like, mind. did you come home and have to rip down all of your like <laughs> no, decor? They no, they, I still had like the Mickey Mouse. Like mom had like uh, this is actually a cute story. It was my fifth birthday. After I went to bed, she like got my dad to like carry me out of the room and they like redid my room all Mickey Mouse while I slept and then put me back so I like woke up in a Mickey Mouse room. Wow. But no, I had like Mickey Mouse wallpaper and like she had like put pictures of No, that stayed until I was like I literally until I moved out I had that Mickey Mouse wallpaper. Like <laughs> I was like mm, whatever when we not my past. We went to Disney <laughs> kids and they were like three and five I think when we went and um like the one time I remember my son making us wait because like the Incredibles people were gonna come Mm. but it was gonna be about a half hour and my daughter was like not having it so my husband went to take her off on some other ride and I waited with my son for a half hour to meet the Incredibles and then they got there and he got shy and he would not go over he's like first in line and he would not go over and they were so patient and they really tried and he wouldn't even let me drag him over there like it was all so no I was like so mad I was like dude and you're gonna but he also he was super obsessed with Peter Pan at the time and we met Peter Pan which was unusual like somebody told me that like Peter Pan didn't come out all the time and and stuff as a character or something I don't know but we happened to be there right at the right time right Mm. when he was coming out and and it was like we got he got to meet Peter Pan he was so excited (laughs) like to meet Peter Pan and you know and my kids my mom before we went like my mom was quite a seamstress and she had sewn these um uh Diego go Diego go like Diego and Alicia um vests for the kids Mm. and she sewed little like backpack pouches onto the back of the vest so this was glorious because we made the kids carry all their own crap right we just like the three-year-old still in diapers and stuff we shoved all like diapers and wipes and stuff in his backpack he carried all his own crap through Disney so that was and hey it's light so there you go (laughs) exactly and but like midweek we went to Animal Kingdom and all of the workers all wear like vests at Animal Kingdom like safari vests Mm -hmm. and which is what the door uh, like the Diego vest is similar to my kids got treated like freaking royalty at Animal Kingdom. They got to do, they got to touch all the animals and do all the behind the scenes stuff. And like, there'd be a whole pile of kids and my kids got picked every time because Adorable. they were like, and every helper was like, oh, it's like you work here already. And like gave them little, like it was just, they saw their little vests and just dragged them to everything. It was so great. So <laughs> we came home and we we're like, you remember to thank Nana for those vests because like those vests were perfect. I, I have a funny grandma story at Walt Disney World. Uh, so the whole reason we went was she was into sweepstakes stuff and we she happened to win a trip. Nice. Uh, sh- she's a character to where um, we... 
my parents and I and her went and I, I think I was in fourth grade to where we were watching one of the little parade things in the middle of the summer in Florida. So hot, so hot. <laughs> even, even being from Oklahoma, so hot. <laughs> um, but uh, she, my grandmother was sitting down and she's, very, she's a very loud, opinionated type person to where there were a lot of people standing in front of her because that's, you know, standing beside the place where they were having the parade. But she mm-hmm. was deciding to like sit behind them on one of the benches but she thought that she should still be able to see the parade. So she was yelling at everyone to sit down in front of her. Even as a fourth grader, I was mortified. (laughs) (laughs) But now that I think of Walt Disney World, I have one other really good story. This is me and my mom. I might have already told this before if I have i apologize uh there was universal studios i think it was Mm -hmm. and they had a honey i shrunk the audience Mm -hmm. quote-unquote ride but it was just one of those theater experiences um, yeah yeah to where it's not that you just watch it's not that you just watch the little movie but they have like special effects stuff like Mm -hmm. air blowing underneath you Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and uh to where we knew full well what we were kind of getting into. Hmm. It's fine. I was not necessarily terrified of mice or whatever to begin to begin with. Um, but so we went and I, the instructions were to stay seated. Simple instructions, right? Like I was not an easily startled kid before fourth grader. It's fine. The thing gets going. <laughs> and then the air was blown behind us or feet mm-hmm. i think it might have been the feet air blowing to be like mice mm-hmm. i lost it like <laughs> i completely <laughs> lost it and my mom was losing it too to where <laughs> we were both screaming as much as humanly possible but i was standing up trying <laughs> trying to stand in her lap which was like Whoa. then interfering with other people seeing the situation yeah. I was in the way. But uh, I, everyone at that point was watching us. They weren't watching <laughs> yeah, yeah. because yeah. it was so funny. Like, and we thought it was funny too, but we couldn't stop being terrified. So even after we got out of the little theater thing, we just like mm-hmm. died laughing for the next like three hours. And we still just laugh about it all the time because That's funny. my mom is easily, easily yeah. startled person. <laughs> I'm really not, but she likes bringing up that time when I tried to stand in her lap and I totally lost it. <laughs> I hit mute and then accidentally double clicked and it unmuted right as I coughed. So my apologies <laughs> for that one. <laughs> Man, I have so many like memories, like specific memories of like Disney and Universal mm. Studios, but like they're very specific and they like pinpoint to like one thing, like yep. the alien ride, which oh is God. like that, but like yeah it's mm-hmm. the alien like gets out of the yeah. like yeah yeah it's like one of my favorite yeah. things in the entire world yeah and like I went on it so much that like my like 
like thing to do was to just watch everybody's reaction so like if sky and her mom had been in this thing, I <laughs> oh would my be, god like, that would be my best time like ever <laughs> watching that i i went on that with my grandmother we didn't know what was happening oh, i think the funniest part that happened there was like a guy on the ride with us who just was like living his best life and so there was <laughs> One point where they where they like are gonna like explode the alien or whatever to like save everyone, he yells out, "No, uh, don't shoot! That's my mother-in-law." Such <laughs> 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 a good one because it does the like air on the yes, back of your neck, yes. but it also and like it, spits water right, yes, because the like, entire no. place will go dark. Because yeah. it's like out mm-hmm. and about, like oh, mm. it was so good. Mm. It was so much fun, like mm. watching everyone. And I remember very clearly every single time that I would ever have to go to any sort of park, I was the one who wanted to go on the roller coasters, but mm. no one in my family wanted to go onto the roller coasters. So my dad <laughs> had to keep on going on all the roller coasters <laughs> with me because I needed someone because I was too young. Yeah. So like yeah. by default, dad would come. <laughs> this is like our thing. The, sac- the sacrificial the lamb. Sacri- and I don't even know if he liked it or if he enjoyed it, but he put up with it. It was like, yeah. do you want to go on Tower of Terror? Absolutely. If we could go three times in a row, we would like, but you can't because it's like two hour line. So yeah. into it. No, with my family, is they all love rides, specifically roller coasters, except for me. I'm the only one who doesn't, which worked out great for all of them because then there's always someone to watch your shit. Yeah, so yeah. I you was like, I'm just way. gonna sample the best that these, like, you know, food stands have to offer mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, see where it goes. So I believe Amanda has taken the time to look into our future for the year for our new year's horoscope reading as a final note to this episode take it oh, away amanda what part are of the thing with lunar new year is that it's based on the lunar calendar and then there's the chinese zodiac mm-hmm. is associated with that and it's a 12-year cycle 12 different animals there's a a myth about how the jade emperor like wanted to set a calendar or or set things up and the animals had to like race to get to them whoever got to them first that's the order they would be in so Mm -hmm. um we're coming out of year of the rat which is the first on the list um it beats out the ox because that's how the rat got to the island it rode the ox's back the ox was like hey dude gave him a ride and then when they got to the island the rat jumped off his head and was the first on the island so um sneaky sneaky, sneaky. sneaky i like his sneaky. enterprise i like the enterprising spirit. yeah yeah i i listened with my kids to a, a cute little podcast stories podcast did a little story about it and um it was enjoyable it, it apparently part of the mythology is that cats and rats used to be best friends until mm-hmm. um the rat made it and the cat didn't so jealousy thank you fruits baskets oh fruits baskets oh i know all about that one of my favorite mangas (laughs) so um yeah so based on what year you're born in 
different things happen. We found out that three of us are rabbits. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so, so yeah. It, when we within the zodiac thing, I, I think you mentioned that somebody was like, "Oh, our podcast was," but like, I know I'm a fire rabbit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they, there's also the elements. So those things only happen like it's like every 60 years or whatever so that that's kind cross. of like a generational thing right yeah essentially mm -hmm. so we're moving into a metal ox year so metal ox is busy and active with good interpersonal relations um that was actually one of the things i wondered about um with last year being the year of the rat i asked a friend of mine if year of the rat was like considered a bad thing because she had her baby um like a week before the new year before the lunar mm -hmm. new year and it was a scheduled induction mm. i mean it was because she had twins and they just wanted to make sure that the yeah. babies were mm -hmm. coming out at, on time but i asked her i was like when i realized how close to new year's it was i was like did you just not want to have a rat baby and she was like no but my mom did mention it <laughs> like she's just like they have well, <laughs> as like, a rat on this podcast, <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> well. So Jessie is the only, you know, she's a rat and the three other three of us are rabbits. But Natalia and Skye are fire rabbits and I'm a wood rabbit and Jessie is a wood rat. So like there's... There's connections all There's connections us. all around. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so metal ox, busy and active, good interpersonal relations. Um, an ox ear is uh, known for stability and nourishment, which sounds really good after the yeah. chaos we've just gone through. Okay, where, true, you know, true. I, go I, on, I'm, go I'm, on. I'm, I'm like okay with hearing. this. So, <laughs> Oxes are known for honesty, dependability, having an importance to family, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. so these are all delightful things, things that mm -hmm. I, I, you know, would look forward to. Um, our, we, just for funsies, looked up the podcast, you know, being three years old and what would it be? Our podcast um is a dog i can't remember it was what. an earth dog wasn't it was it? an earth dog mm -hmm. yes so the podcast is an earth dog um apparently our 2021 forecast is that we are likely to distinguish ourselves with outstanding performances so all right oh. podcast. look forward to it listeners okay yeah. um, <laughs> So um, very specifically for 2018 um, dog year babies, I mean, they're toddlers. So, uh, <laughs> I, you know, it, there was a lot of stuff about how they could get sick and they might have diarrhea. Like apparently it's, you know, <laughs> I, it, things that don't really apply um, to a podcast. Um, you know, we hope. Um, we hope. Uh, but it, um, that language development is important and that they should express their feelings in words, which feels very on board for a podcast. Um, 
you know, so what I got from that is that in 2021, we should all eat well, and that we should use our words wisely, and maybe do some language learning, maybe we should pick those apps back up and, you know, give that a go. Um, Apparently 2021 is not a good year for dogs to get married, but since the podcast is only three we're putting our foot down we are not will not get married Mm -hmm. this year so Mm -hmm. that's that's um (laughs) however we are still open to um potential partnerships yeah (laughs) for anyone out there listening hey we we can we can persuade you know so um the fortune for um, a 2018 earth dog is that they're persistent, meticulously attentive. They have good fortune and wealth. As we said, right. we are open to, to sponsorship. sort of <laughs> deal. Okay with that partnership. Yeah. <laughs> a, a 2018 earth dog's lucky number is four and there are four of us so and once a dog accepts a friend they will be very loyal to their friends and always be supportive because dogs are loyal friends and you know what i think that has to say about us and our loyalty to you the listeners (laughs) yeah thank you for being part of our (laughs) family so and also just in the compatibility a dog is per, has perfect compatibility with rabbits and a complementary compatibility with rats. So, like, oh. it just all works. It all works all around. We're just, <laughs> you know, we yeah. Right. Enough about the podcast. Let's get on this personal stuff. We want to know what we're <laughs> all on. right. Well, let's see. For a wood rabbit, uh, wealth and fortune is looking very good for me this year, oh. apparently. However, I'm not supposed to spend money lavishly. Okay. So I, I don't know. It's like you're gonna make lots of money. Don't spend it. I'm like. Okay. Well, listen, you gotta, you gotta save it away for a rainy day. Yeah. Be wise um, with these earnings. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm meant to spend more time with my family instead of in- attending many unnecessary parties, which okay. feels like that will be easy to accomplish this year. Oh, Thanks. that got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and for love relationships, the family life of a married wood rabbit will be relatively plain this year, which I mean, okay. <laughs> We've been married for like 20 years. It's, you know, okay. <laughs> However, my husband is an ox and his says that his, that married oxes in 2021 are going to have lots of like arguments and fighting. So <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, and based on the rabbit fortune prediction for 2021, uh, rabbits, the supplies to all three of us, are more likely to get sick due to our low immunity. So like, that doesn't seem yeah. super good in a pandemic, but you know. Listen, we've been new as someone who is just off of their third flu in two months. I feel you, okay? <laughs> the situation of what's already going so. down. Fire rabbits for Natalia and Sky. There's, you know, possibility of promotion in your jobs that you don't have, ladies. 
Um, Woo! (laughs) This one made me think of Sky. It said, if you do want to change jobs, you should know as much information about the new company as possible. And that felt very Sky to me. Like she would do her research. She would. Start right, I would. Oh, and for married ones, there will be some conflicts in family life. And you may have some disputes over the education of your children and the support of your elderly. So you might, um, your fur babies, I don't know. Maybe you've got some, some differences of opinion over the way that you will take over the care tricks of your, you want to like teach yeah, them. I don't know. Like, will you teach them to raise their left paw or the right paw? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We don't know. This this could be what causes strife in your relationships this year. Um, So um, (laughs) the other thing um, specific to fire rabbits this year is that you are meant to um, don't stay up late at night and get a good rest. Well, so (laughs) Rude. Um, um, <laughs> I feel a little called so out by this so like, Both of us are like, well, we do not see it. We do not see it. We look away. Um, I'm feeling a little called out by this horoscope, and I just came to have a good yeah. time. I'm pretty attacked right now. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, um, yeah, Jesse's was rough. Because Woodrat is a lot of stuff about outstanding performances at work, getting promotions. Work is going to be really, really good for you this year, Jesse. Does that mean I'll get work back? I I don't, yeah. Fingers be crossed. You're going to have novel ideas that bring job promotion and increased salary. I mean, I guess. You know what? You know what's more than nothing is okay. anything. So Jesse and I, I just start a second podcast together. Yeah, maybe that's, that's like true. A, that's true. self-promoting ourselves with our novel ideas. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, you now, should listen to our second podcast. Good time with crime. Yeah, please do. Thanks. Yes. Please do. Thank you. <laughs> now, to be fair, that that was sort of the general rut. The wood rat, it does say specifically, might the financial situation might be a little bit unstable this year. That I mean, it is. You know what? I wrote it. You know, you know what's really bizarre? It is I, wrong. I, I, <laughs> I re I recently read Jesse's tarot cards as well, and they said the same thing. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> astrology's real, y'all. Maybe <laughs> it's real. On an upside, Jesse. While we are stuck at home going nowhere, apparently 2021 is your year for romance. You will establish sweet love life with a soulmate. Okay. Okay. It's not all doom and gloom. Hey, do we meet at Kroger? (laughs) Hey, who Maybe at the Asian food mart? I don't know. Oh. So, maybe maybe you should go out of your way to that Asian grocery store that we were talking about. <laughs> maybe. Hey, maybe. So, yeah. So, okay. basically, I need to stay home and stop going to so many parties. Yeah. Stop <laughs> having the social life, okay? Mm-hmm. Natalia and Sky need to go to bed and sleep sometime. Yeah, okay. that's probably not going to happen. And, <laughs> okay. um, Jessie needs so- to go somewhere where she can meet her sweet soulmate and have sweet <laughs> Love life. 
Like, let's be honest, there's only so much that I can do in my lifetime, and I'm just not sure going to bed at a reasonable hour is <laughs> something that I can, Listen, you know, you know mm. I guess astrology is just, you know, hit or miss. It's, you know. <laughs> on that note, on this positive, fun, Jesse's getting some love, <laughs> Sky, and I, Sky and I are getting promotions at our non-existent jobs. Amanda's no longer going to all those parties that she is known for her wild partying. <laughs> On that note, uh, we hope that you all have a safe and fun and family-filled Lunar New Year. Even if you don't actually celebrate Lunar New Year, maybe take the opportunity to like call your mom that you haven't called for a while or something. If you you know have a good relationship, uh, and let you know let the people in your life know that you love them. Uh, thank you for listening. You can listen to us wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, or you can go to our website, certifiednunas.com. We are on social media with the app Certified Nunas, all one word. Usually on Twitter is the easiest place where you can find us. But Sky does a bang up job keeping our Instagram running with all the newest K-pop comings outs. So all the new uh, singles and things, she keeps everyone informed about what's going down. Uh, and if you want to become a sponsor of this podcast, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Certified Nunas, become an official member of the Certified Found Family. Uh, we love all our fan family people. We just think that they're the tops and uh, they keep the lights on, as it were, to keep this podcast going, uh, with our hosting fees and everything. And we really, truly appreciate every single one of you. Uh, and we love all of our listeners and we thank you for listening. Have a fantastic Lunar New Year. Bye. Bye. Bye.